The connection between you and your therapist matters. That's why Alma focuses on helping you find the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search by what you want to focus on, like anxiety, relationships, or big life transitions. You can also specify preferences around gender, race, faith, and more to help you find someone who's more likely to understand where you're coming from. Alma also makes it easy for therapists to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of providers in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash not just anyone. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Moving on to the final segment here of the midweek edition of Six Rings and Football Things during Patriots Raiders Joint Practices Week. Chime, I wanted to just take a quick look around the rest of the AFC East because we yes. had a very interesting Game two, I won't call it week two, but second game of the 2022 preseason. There were some actually some really fun games, uh, some really big highlights, and a couple of players popped off the screen or the page or the phone for me. Uh, I'm coming off of also having not much more to do than watch a little bit of the Jets-Falcons game. Uh, Monday night. Now the Jets got the win, but the Falcons were My guy, Desi Ritter looking dude, good. I got I got to tell you straight up. Now we'll get into, as we talk a little bit about the bills, the dolphins and the jets in a second. The first thing I wanted to say was Desmond Ritter is going to play football in the NFL for a while. That is as competent, prepared, smooth, fluid, and professional looking a rookie. I don't care what it is. If it's the second half of a preseason game against the jets in August, how smooth it, and he makes the right read. He throws a beautiful pass, tight ass windows, his too. RPO and his boots and his play action are like awesome. technical, technically yeah. sound. They're beautiful. Yep. I love this kid fell in love with him immediately. I think he's going to be around for a while. Mariota also looks good too. Arthur Smith has his guys. Watch the Falcons be the most entertaining seven and 10 team in NFL history this year. They no might, one's I mean, picking him. Pitts is it's stupid. Dude, he's he got he unlocked the he unlocked the cheat code like he he figured out the matrix at the end of last season. Yep. Obviously, took care of himself this offseason because he look he is big. He's six fast. six two forty five, and, and the guy moves like he, like he's Calvin Johnson. It's oh my stupid. god, he is going to be dynamite for a long time to come. Uh, but yeah, Desi Ridd can play the game. I love the that Jets. Game. So. The Jets, who you know, I was heaping all that praise on for an awesome draft this past season. And again, I do think they crushed the draft and they're helping Agreed. their own cause for years to come. 
the Jets are still at least a year away. The Jets are still oh, a work in progress. The offense is going to need some time to come together. Obviously, you're going to likely start the season with Joe Flacco. We'll see how long it takes. Little cutie pie, Zachy boy, the mama banger to come back. Cougar Hunter, Zach Wilson. Exactly. Uh, to come back, it could be week two, week three, because he's getting that little knee procedure, Dunsky. Uh, the Jets, offensively, it'll take a while. Their defense, still not there. You can no, attack you a need... lot of holes on that Jets defense. Robert Sala needs at least one more year to get his guys in place. It ain't happening again. They were the worst defense last year in the NFL. They won't be the worst overall this year, but they're still not great. Yeah, they're going to be a bottom half of the league for sure, like a bottom quarter of the league for sure. I think that, I mean, those two picks that they made in Jermaine Johnson and uh, Sauce Gardner are going to be major players going forward. But this year, again, they're rookies. They're going to have mm -hmm. to adjust to the NFL game. Uh, you're going to kind of have to see that. Carl Lawson's fine. Quentin Williams is a good player. But outside of CJ Mosley's a pretty good player. But they outside picked of that, up Jordan Whitehead, who's pretty good playing safety, came in from Tampa. Like he's got guys, but they're they have all some not going to, but no, yeah, they're not just going to congeal so quickly. Carl Lawson come back from the Achilles turning heads for all the right reasons in camp as well. Like there are yep. some guys there that are going to definitely make plays, but consistently, will they be a shutdown defense? No. I think I think you're looking at the Jets similar to how you look at the Falcons, right? They have some pieces on offense that could be exciting if they kind of come together. And then the defense is just going to need a lot of work. Are there some pieces there to build around for the future? Sure. But right now that defense stinks out loud. The Miami Dolphins. Uh, who are quarterbacked by somebody that I was told throws the most accurate ball in the NFL. Of course, that would be Beautiful. the unnecessarily hyperbolic praise heaped on Tua Tungabailoa. Of course, you could just say Tua. No one needs the last name because there's no one else named Tua, but that's all right. Be that as it may, as Tommy Curran likes to say. Mike McDaniel said he throws the best ball in the league. We've seen Not a couple true. of games where it is as untrue as untrue gets. Uh it is as untrue as me saying, like, I'm going to stop this podcast soon and not have a beer. So, Shine is the skinniest guy on radio. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, so I turned down the offer to play Fenway, so they went with Bill Burr on Sunday instead. These are all lies. Yes. So, uh, But Imagine Dragons was a hell of a show. I, that's uh, what I heard. I heard it was yeah. a good time. Oh, just nothing but arena rock and stadium bangers. It was awesome. Love that. Um, so you described the Miami Dolphins with an offense that has been enhancified, if you will, with a lot of speed and receiver power during the offseason. They also fortified their offensive line, and they have the new offensive Wunderkin at head coach and Mike McDaniel. You used this adjective to describe them heading into 2022, and that word is? That would be frisky. Because mm, I think I do like it frisky. I think they should beat the bad teams. I, I think Miami's a good enough team here where they're going to beat the bad teams. Um, and then they're going to be competitive, at least against those upper echelon teams of the NFL. I just like, I don't think they're going to get pumped by the Bills, um, but they may not win either game, right? They, but they'll be competitive, I, I think is kind of where I'm at with the mm -hmm. Dolphins. I like the way McDaniels is or McDaniel is coming in and kind of what he has planned for this. You heard Mike is sicky. I think it was over the weekend. Talk about how he wants to play as many reps as he can at tight end because he was so used to playing receiver basically because it was one of the few playmakers they had. Now he's mm -hmm. legitimately playing tight end. He's like, I need as many blocking reps as I can get. That's good news for 
the Miami Dolphins because that means Mike McDaniel has a plan. He knows exactly how he wants to utilize his weapons, being guys like Mike Kosicki, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. Uh, you had a lot of hype for Preston Williams last year prior to the season. He ended up getting hurt a little bit and was slowed down. They also have Cedric Wilson, who they got from the Cowboys. So this team has a lot of options on offense and a lot of opportunity here to have some success and i think their defense improved as well i think you see a Uh lot of young good talented players on defense uh you saw that last year i think that was one of the the highlights of their uh wilkerson and phillips have it wilkerson and phillips preside uh excuse me rather present two matchup nightmares with some a nice mix of speed and power on the defensive line and we already know that their secondary is one of the better ones in the AFC. So yeah, Xavier Howard, Byron Jones is, is a great pairing there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have guys like Javon Holland and, and Byron or er, and uh, Brandon Jones is the other safety yep. who I don't really yeah. know too, too much, but overall, I think this Miami team is pretty good. I, I don't, I, I just wouldn't sleep on them. Right. I don't think mm-hmm. they're going to be barn burners. I don't think they're going to be 14 and three or, or, or even 12 and five or whatever the record. Could maybe is see 10 and seven out of the dolphins. though. I could, I could may- see, I could see 10 or 11 wins out of the Miami dolphins and fighting for a playoff spot. That's kind of where I see them. If they're able to overcome what I believe is a very difficult schedule on the 2022 slate. And then of course we get to likely not just the cream of the AFC East crop, potentially the cream of the entire conference crop, that would be the Buffalo Bills. Now, they They're don't have so to circle good. the wagons anymore because you are the wagon. The Bills are, are sick. Se- yeah, right. like uh, circle the wagons. I am the wagon. <laughs> the freaking Bills, dude. The worst thing I did, I did this on the air with Andy over the weekend. We were talking Patriots. We just got the Taekwon Thornton news in. So I was feeling um, mildly despondent coming off of some of the positives from the Friday night slap and tickle against the Panthers. And then I checked Twitter and I watched that one Josh Allen series where he goes three for three for like 60 yards and a touchdown. He is set to, I'm sorry. Like I think the MVP race, unless, unless there is some sort of like, you know, catastrophic injury or something happens, Josh Allen is poised to pretty much run this town. I mean, there are, I mean, for, yeah. what was it? Yes. Ele- did yes, we see 11 and a half was the win total over under for them? Like that's a yeah, like. That's a joke. This Bills team is going to win 13 plus games. They're easy in their sleep. This team is, you you talk about them being a wagon. I just, it's hard to find holes and they cut the second punter. So now punt God Matariza has officially secured the number one punt job there on which, which they're never going to have to utilize. You saw it already once in a preseason game. He like his first punt in a bills uniform, he went 82 yards, which is just stupid. But then just to top that your quarterback now can just, spin around in the pocket and do a 360 absolute blast of a bomb to the end zone to Gabe Davis, 45 for yards on a wire to Gabe Davis, who, by the way, absolutely said on the radio, I haven't been able to say it on the podcast. I think his ADP in fantasy leagues is 69. Uh, nice. nice. Yep. have to say it. It's uh, contractually prerequisite. Yep. Uh, now that we're past that obligation, I would just like to say, take him sooner. The guy, the guy that scored four awesome. touchdowns and had 201 receiving yards against the Kansas City Chiefs in the greatest divisional round game ever played. And Steph truly, Diggs had a, truly is going to just crush this year. And Steph Diggs kind of had a little bit of a step back year last year after, mm-hmm. after like blowing doors in his first year with uh, Buffalo. And so I kind of accept, expect him to kind of re-emerge back to normal and then right. and then on top of that because you Davis about- is gonna like because Davis is gonna keep defensive coordinators awake 
all yeah. week long prepping for him as well. That'll benefit Diggs as well. And then you talk about Isaiah McKenzie kind of being this frisky little player, as you Jameson mentioned earlier. Crowder. Yep, Khalil Shakir is there. And then on top of that, Dawson Knox is still on the roster. Who, we, who they now we're terribly have sorry to hear about everything that happened yes. in his family. Hopefully he can, hopefully uh, everything will, I mean, you don't even really know what to say. Hopefully he's able to return to football action whenever he can find his way to, but it's, Sad what happened, but still that not that has nothing to do with the man's talent on the field. Exactly. Then Devin Singletary looked good last year. They had they James Cook. Howard at tight end as well. Yeah, they oh, drafted James geez. Cook. It's like this team is just crying a handful, to the a handful. And then that's that's only on the offensive side. Then you look at the defensive side, and they have like three first or second round picks on the defensive line that they drafted in the last few right. years, and guys like Greg Russo, AJ Epinesa, Boogie Basham. Then they sign Von Miller to this massive. Oh my god, deal. I you forgot they have Oliver. You have Tremaine Edmonds. You have Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano at linebacker. You know the. You have Tredavious White still, Jordan yeah, Porter. He's healthy. Ka- the best safety pairing in football. And then I on can't. top of that, like Kyir Elam. They're, they're, oh, they're that's right. Here. They Looks took awesome. the guy that something to be the second best awesome. corner of the draft class. They, they uh, don't have any holes in this team. They just don't. It's, it's I don't wild. see any holes on this team right now. And, you know, we can make all of our jokes like, I hope they just make Buffalo punt this year. Like, let's just like Andy, Andy said it best over the week. Yeah, go. Good luck. Uh, Andy said it best over the weekend. Don't. And I said, what do you mean? He's like, just don't. Don't try to compare your team, be you Patriots or any other team, but especially local fans. Don't. Like the division, like anytime somebody calls into our radio station or crawls in the mentions or just gets silly someplace that they can be heard, seen or read saying, oh, the Pats have a chance at the AFC East. Like if they (laughs) went, no, I'm not even going to play the, if they, the, if butts candies nuts game. No, just stop. Just hope your team, A, gets its act together, B, can put forth a properly coordinated offensive attack, and that the frisky defense holds up on the back end. If they can win more games than they lose, and Mac Jones continues to show development, and they doesn't suffer any second-season regression from a lack of personnel, injuries, or this odd configuration of coordinators, coaches, etc., those will be your wins this year for the New England Patriots as a football team. It is a different time in a different era. Right now, I am in the Goonies. Up there, it's Buffalo's time. Down here, it's Max time. It's not quite time for the Patriots to be back where fans were used to having them for 20 years. And honestly, like, divorce yourself of your enmity towards the Buffalo Bills. Just appreciate what a fun team they're probably going to be to watch this season because I'm going to bet the farm on them against the Rams opening week. Get out of here. We love the bills. And like, if you look at the second half of their schedule, it's actually really easy. And so like, good. So they, it's, it's this weird. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's, they're going to, they, they face all like the tougher teams in the first half, right? They get the Rams, they get Baltimore, they get Kansas city. That's all pre buy. Then they hit the buy. Then they come with green Bay out of the buy. Ooh, which is fun. that's going to be an awesome game. And then you're looking at Jets, Minnesota, Cleveland, Sons, Deshaun Watson, Ugh. Detroit, the Patriots, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Bears. Like that's eight straight wins that they could rattle off. They there could after the run bye. that table. That could be it's, like that. They should be in the who do you think you are? I am portion. of yes. And it's like it, they could it's they could be. If three and three entering the bye, and then be uh, 12 and 12 four and five, going into yeah. week 17 against right. the Cincinnati Easy. Bengals. Yep. Or whatever it is. Forget it. So it's like, it is insane. Um, what they're going to be able to run off with their schedule on top of being good already. 
So same, it's same, yeah. so you you Andy's 100 right. You can't mm-hmm. compare just yourself don't. to this team because they're just in a different stratosphere. You just have to focus on what you're working on, and and hopefully that continues to improve. That's right. You heard it here first, folks, on a Patriot-centric podcast from the original Foxborough fanboy himself. The Buffalo Bills don't need to circle the wagons anymore. They are the wagon. <laughs> for my guy at Shime Time for the at Jumbo Heart experience that is currently on FM radio and will be doing his time on the FMs all week. Your old pal at Fitzy GFY. This has been the latest and greatest edition of Six Rings and Football Things. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you again on Friday. The joint practices will be complete. We'll have a full-fledged Patriots Raiders preview for game three, the final game of the pretend football season 2022 at six rings pod on the social six rings pod at Gmail. If you want to get in touch with comments, concerns, and so much more till we next speak. Good night. God bless. Drink up. And as always go Pats. Yo, Trey, Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A. Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier. And we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus